0: Hey, welcome back to Radio 1 Chicago right here on 88.7 FM, WLUW on Weekend Game. Hold it down for shytown town Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Radio 1 Chicago and visit us at Radio 1 Chicago. Shout out to the Loyola Ramblers for their NCAA first round knockoff of Miami and a buzzer beater that I have not seen yet, but I'm sure it's amazing. The student body is going absolutely nuts on State Street. You can see them rambling up and down. I might be fabricating that a little bit. But either way, it's really exciting for the university at this moment. But well, we're also really excited to have Nino from A Girl Named Nino to talk about her latest album, Moonlight Daughter. She's live in studio with us. How you doing? Hey, what's up? Hey, let's turn those mics on. There you go, Tony. <laughs> hey, what's up, Tony? <laughs> Shout out to Tony. And And Tony has a real live paying producer job too but it's whatever uh, <laughs> Who won't talk to you this time but how are you how are you
1: i'm doing well how are you
0: i'm good i'm good i'm so glad you can make it in with us my pleasure that Thank was you. the uh that was uh whiskey and cigarettes it was off uh moonlight daughter your new record it was so uh, when, when did the, when did the album drop
1: um february 14th this nice. year Th- is that valentine's day, day? yeah
0: mm-hmm. so so yeah because you sent me valentine's or uh, Valentine, uh, uh, right around that time. So you are yes. saying that the album was about to come out.
1: Yeah, I wanted to tease, drop that track for That's appropriate. Valentine's Day. Yeah. yeah,
0: exactly. Are you a very Valentine's Day kind of person?
1: No, I am not. <laughs> I believe that Valentine's Day is kind of an everyday situation.
0: Fact. Is it kind of like, uh, what did they say? Not Valentine's Day, but like... Uh, Every
1: day is a Valentine's Day.
0: Yeah, you should. She should be doing that work already.
1: Yeah, but it is good for people who don't get people who ha- who know better right so that they can get special treatment that day yeah but I believe that you know everybody it, it's a very male and female it's like a
0: it's a very commerce day kind of day, just mm-hmm. like to, to boost the economy. You know, yeah. especially outgoing, which is fine with me. Pink you know.
1: candy, candy. <laughs> It's fine. It is totally fine. It's not like it's a special day for something negative, you know, it's a positive.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like you can't <laughs> be mad about that. Yeah. I I just draw the line at like sweetest day and then like you start getting all these other weird days throughout the year that yeah. I like you have to like see if it's trending on Twitter to see if it's really happening. Yeah. And, yeah. and figure
1: out who's gonna be mad at you if you forget.
0: Uh, I don't know. I think my wife's passed it, so I I don't know. No,
1: she's never passed it.
0: She's <laughs> she's like like let's just do something on the weekend, so we don't have to like fight people to get to uh, <laughs> get 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 a table or somewhere. So I'm like, that's fine. I'm I'm very like whatever, like it doesn't matter. It's, yeah. whatever, it's whatever you want to do, babe. That's cool. <laughs> whatever you say, it's <laughs> a good answer. <laughs> so a uh, moonlight daughter, the new record that's out there. Uh, how long were you working on this?
1: Uh, about a year. Uh, mm. and I, I, had a lot of songs written for it and yeah. it, I started releasing singles last year in April, mm-hmm. March and April and, uh, ended up, you know, keeping some of them. And then f- the second half of the album is all new tracks. So I wanted sure. to give people, um, I don't, fans or listeners, uh, stuff that I don't like to call people fans cause I'm not like a huge star, you know, but I, I have a following. So yeah, they're, they're uh, fans. They're, yeah, but it just sounds like I'm like you know, like,
0: like oh my, fans. my
1: glamorous following. <laughs> they have a name and everything. Someone's you know.
0: clicking play on those songs, so yeah, you know, yeah. let, let's you know, let's give them their respect. No,
1: you know? no, no, absolutely. I just don't. <laughs> I think I see them as more of supporters, of absolutely, people that yes. are in my corner than fans. It just sounds it seems like, like a of like diminu- type. Yeah, like yeah. kind of
0: diminishes like what they really are. Yeah, that's yeah. my
1: squad. The, that's my army. The people that come out of there see me when I tour. Yeah, and Team Nino. Yeah, Team Nino. I guess you know, <laughs> and it's yeah. And that's one of the reasons I I have that name, Girl Named Nino, which is um, kind of very specific to my uh, country of birth and my heritage, Mm -hmm. which is Georgia, former Soviet Republic. Sure. Um, And I came up there, and that's the name I was given by my family. And um, a lot of people from the millennial generation are named Nino, women. Mm -hmm. And that's because of a national saint, kind of specific to my country, who was a healer. And it's a very special... Person to my land specifically. So it's it's a way to honor my heritage and also kind of a way to honor my um, identity. Sure. And then whoever's named Nino immediately takes to it. Like, oh my God. Yeah. You know, yeah, my little girl is Nino and we (laughs) call her Nina because she has to, you know, like look American enough or whatever. But I didn't, you know, I couldn't do art. So I couldn't kind of honor honor that element.
0: How did you land in Chicago? Like, what was that? uh, What's the story behind that?
1: Oh, it's a good story. I think uh, I I'm was sure a, a great teenager. Story. Yeah. I was a teenager. My mom is a scientist. Uh, oh, a nice! Biochemist, and she got work um, at North, um, in North Chicago, mm-hmm. Rosalind Franklin University. Shout out to Rosalind Franklin. <laughs> uh,
0: uh, I wish we had like an applause sound effects, but well, we're, we're, we have no budget, so. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Frying pan sounds <laughs> and
1: uh, yeah. So we came here. I was uh, 14. I went to high school straight up from there, and then I've yeah. been uh, in the area since. And then in college, I just moved into the city because I've I'd been spending so much time here anyway. So sure. um, Yeah, I was really into theater and, and arts, and this is kind of the hub for that.
0: Absolutely. Um, Got
1: into jazz and started kind of making my way through early jazz and that kind of that kind of a medium, and then rock groups and things, and then eventually started my own project in college. And um, you know, several years later, like I released, uh, I I have releases under a project called Crossroads Project, which was kind of using some of world music elements that I had learned, Mm -hmm. um, being in different bands—manouche bands, French jazz bands, you know, jazz bands, funk bands, things like that. So that, um, and then that project kind of I grew into a different. A sound and then, you know, then eventually felt uh, strong enough to to have my own name on something, a solo project. Sure.
0: Yeah, and that's that's the thing, like, listening to the the current record or past efforts, it's, like, a, a very worldly sound. It's not, like, limited to, like, if you listen to someone, like, oh, they make R&B or they make soul records. So like, it's very uh, a, a huge conglomerate of different influences, different styles that you can hear or nitpick out of to any of the records that you choose. And that I guess that's kind of why that makes you you, because it's very unique in, the, in the, the listening experience.
1: Thank you so much. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed that. It wasn't confusing.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so you also know several different languages yes, as well. Yes, and like, write in them, yeah. How does that work? <laughs> um,
1: so I grew up speaking Georgian, which is an original language. Sure. Um and then my second language was Russian, mm. um, because of obvious reasons, former Soviet republic, and that's that was taught in schools.
0: Okay, you're educating us now, because I'm sure that no one in the room knows that. But yeah. uh, here, a few,
1: <laughs> you know, I, I was a '90s kid, so you know, some of my generation doesn't speak Russian, um, but. Some do. And I did because I had um, neighbors who were Russian speakers and right. kids I went to school with. And so I, you know, learned a lot of it. And then it, when I moved here, I had people that I met that were Russian speaking and they were like, yo, why don't you speak Russian to me? And I was like, eh, it's kind of rusty. And they were like, I'm not speaking English to you. Like, let's speak Russian. <laughs> so it, it helped me yeah. kind of overcome that um loss uh, so it kind of reunited me with that. So those three. And then uh, when I was in school, I went to a special, uh, specialty French school. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it wasn't something to be um, like, it wasn't a kind of a thing. It was just. It's That's like just a it you know, second uh, th- tertiary language, and, and I picked that up, and then I used it here as well. So it's kind of in my blood, yeah. and I understand it. And then in the classical program where I went to DePaul, it's something that you use like other languages, but I don't speak them like Italian or, or German. Right. Um, Portuguese I use for singing in Portuguese, uh, yeah. Bossa Nova groups and stuff. So I understand a lot of different linguistic mediums, but I only write French, Russian, English, and Georgian.
0: Does it ever get, like, you kind of, like, overlap each other, like, if you're trying to respond or... Or is it kind of like, you know what you're saying when you say it?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. No, no, no meshing, really. It doesn't, it's like a compartmentalized, like you, you speak Spanish and English, right? So. No, I don't. Oh, you, I thought you did. <laughs> so you use a lot of Spanglish when you talk.
0: I, I use a lot of, uh, yeah, just mostly English, yeah. But yeah. I, I, I just, I didn't grow uh, we were joking about this, but I'm dead serious. I, I grew up in a very non-cultured environment, so... Like my, my parents are both uh, from Hispanic descent and but they my father doesn't speak it and my mother didn't teach us. She knows it, she doesn't teach us. Well, so she
1: probably was too busy working.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not I I'm not gonna, yeah, I'm not gonna argue there. No, you're right. Yeah. She was busy
1: putting some butter and cheese on the table. She was probably doing a lot of
0: stuff. Yeah, either way Shout either. out to mom. Yeah, mom.
2: Yes, mom. <laughs> we love you, <laughs> mama.
0: Uh, dear mama, you're always appreciated. You sure uh, are. <laughs> Uh yeah so like you so you so you're able to to sing in several different languages you're uh obviously evolved into different cultures so which allows you to be the like again this sort of unique performer does that is that do you find that a benefit or a detriment as far as like your career because like you can expand into so many different areas but usually when people I think because of the the mindedness of the the music uh, era that we're in now everyone just like looks at something as as something something you know. Mm-hmm. Drake does this Jay-Z does this you know everyone's sort of in a lane but you're sort of crossing all these different lanes and you know have your hands in everything
1: yeah but I'm in my own lane Fact. I make my own lane Fact. you know yeah. and then I travel in it and that's why I'm not stressed about it it's just yeah. my own I, this is why I'm I'm not trying to cover people I'm not trying to be like Celine Dion cover artist who also does don't Drake do that. covers you yeah know? don't do that um, <laughs> no no that's all good uh, cover art uh, you know being a cover artist that's, that's different or doing Broadway those are different things but like I choose to do this because i decided i wanted to make uh, space for me artistically in the world and yeah if i didn't sing in jordan or write certain things that would also be fine in some way right. and i didn't really start out doing that i started out kind of trying to like jazz standards and what i was comfortable with and that evolved so what i what is evolving is very authentic and real to me so if i make what's true to me i I can only hope that it's going to resonate with people. Right, it, They don't have to relate to my experience, but they'll relate to the feeling or to the story or to the honesty of it because we all live... Similar experiences, whether it's love or loss or lust or, sure. you know, uh, jealousy and all those things. And those themes are so universal or kind of specific to hum- human experience. Exactly, you, There's no limit. Because, you know, you look at like when hip hop was coming up, like it was looked at as such a bastard child of, of urban sound. Right. And then, you know, had jazz a hundred years ago, which was a brothel, sound of the brothels. And then, you know, blues was segregated. And, yeah, yeah. you know, blues that was played by white folks was country music. And blues was, you know, so every like original new thing is gonna get, not that I'm comparing what I'm doing as a new sound because mm-hmm. it's not. But if you're doing something that not everyone is going after, is, it's going to get a little bit of a head-scratch experience at first. But once you experience it, once you do, it comes into your life, whether it's a song or in the movie. Let's say you're like, oh, I really dig this. Like, what is this? Right. And there's a lot of that going on because of the openness of the market. Right. So it's a really good time for someone like me to be doing what I do. Oh, Absolutely.
0: Yeah. And, and and that's why it's, it's such a great time as well, because obviously uh, we don't have like as many gatekeepers who are, you know, allowing people in because of the, the free form of Internet and the SoundCloud and uploading your content. You can pretty much independently distribute your own music. Mm-hmm. So it gives an opportunity for artists who don't fit into a box to have a chance to you know get totally, out
1: totally yeah. but then you look at artists people like M.I.A. Mm-hmm. and people like um, even Regina Specter, people that I've gotten compared to but really not the same kind of artists at all Sure. but they go oh I hear some Bjork because I layer vocals and I hear some M.I.A. because I rap or I do spoken word or I right. hear Dessa or I hear this but that's not I may not be in the same group when you Spotify like artists you know search artists or similar oh, artists yeah, yeah. but I may not be in the same batch but you go oh you know I heard Dessa and she reminds oh reminds me of that yeah, yeah, and yeah. then you go oh who's dessa and then you look it up and then you go oh i like that yeah, you know? Shout out to know shout out to dessa she got the new album out hey, there girl, go, go check it chime, out yeah <laughs> but i did look her up because i got compared to her several years ago yeah yeah well, um and i didn't know and i went to see her at the riot F- riot fest was it probably pitchfork, pitchfork or riot fest one, one, of, those. one of
0: them yeah <laughs> all right well we're talking with uh nino from a girl named nino about her latest album moonlight daughter you want to play something shout out to Moonlight daughter sure i'd love to go, go in we're, we're gonna uh, set up the mics uh, but we'll reintroduce you uh nino is here uh on 887 fm radio one chicago on wluw don't forget to stream us live on wluw.org and follow us on the social medias at radio one chicago uh whenever you're ready go in Woo-hoo. hey um tony can you turn on mic four for, for yo, us please
1: yo tony hook me up there you go how close is close Can you hear me? Hello, radio one. Tony's a professional. He'll handle
0: it. Let's go. Tony's got
1: it. I'm sorry, 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 I'm i am sorry i am i am sorry i am i am sorry i am sorry i am i am sorry i am
2: sorry, I'm 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 i am sorry i am i am sorry i am i i am
0: Hey, welcome back to Rick <laughs> Shout to Tony for the uh, the five dollars sound effect. <laughs> that was our guest, uh, Nino, from a girl named Nino. Uh, with the title record off her latest album, Moonlight Daughter. That was fantastic. Thank you.
1: Thank you very much, Tony. Which mic am I keeping?
0: Uh, you can keep okay. four. Yeah. Well, the the name of the album, Moonlight Daughter. What's yeah. uh, the what, what's the science behind that? Pun uh, intended. Pun intended. <laughs> I wrote.
1: Moonlight Daughter uh, uh, Flowers for the Moon as a single and it wasn't called Moonlight Daughter so uh, it was called Flowers for the Moon and people kept, kept referring to it as the Cinnamon Song
2: <laughs> <laughs> and
1: uh, one, one friend of mine came to the gig and, and we were about to go on the last national tour, last spring, sure. and she said, um, can you play the Vanilla Song? And I was like, I'd be offended if, if I didn't know that you were talking about the Cinnamon <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing vanilla about it, but right. she was referring to, you know, spices. So I liked the lyric uh, in that song. And somehow I was it takes me a while to title albums because mm. it's just so important. Right. It's a, and right. I don't write I don't just throw in collection of songs into something and just put a name on it because right. I just I'm an album person. I buy albums still.
0: Thank you. I believe
1: in albums. Applause, Tony. Thank you. Yes. I buy vinyl, you know. Um. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's like a very large group of chipmunks <laughs> There's no low end to that. It's, it's upgrade from uh, clapping pans. You
0: know.
1: <laughs> I like it. I like it. Clapping cool. pans and frying sounds. Oils.
0: Is it, uh, is it? Uh, <laughs> Soccer
1: we, hooligans in there? We,
0: we're we're kind of talking about like sort of the new age of uh of music and the listening habits and. You know, I've heard it described as a singles era. Like, you know, everyone likes the songs, Mm -hmm. but no one really likes to go into the albums. Right. Um, How do you approach making the album? Like, do you, you said you recorded like a lot of songs and you kind of narrowed it down. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, do you, do you, Keep it in the back of your mind, like oh, it's it's fifty minutes. Uh, will, will someone tune out, or do you try right. to keep, do you try to like intentionally craft it to where yeah. someone stays with it Absolutely. through its entirety? Yeah. yeah, because
1: if I get bored, if if I lose my own, because I'm I have very little patience with like mediocrity, right, or stuff stuff that's not gonna respect my time. So I think that like people get so feisty about how people aren't attentive these days. I think there are just so many choices yeah. that you have to up your game. Mm. if you're not interesting enough they're gonna tune out not because people don't care it's just they have better things to watch like right. they're gonna go watch something else am I right am I right do I get am, yeah, can yeah, I get absolutely. a name in yeah and I think I think i I function that way I have to, six windows open at one time i'll be watching something and i'll be about to listen to a podcast about to watch something else yeah, about yeah, yeah. to read an article and if i'm not interested in that paragraph i'll jump over it and i'll go to another video and if something looks better so it's like it's it's great because you have to optimize your ability and your stories have to be captivating and they have to offer something right. it's no longer really about how glamorous or amazing your singing or your songwriting or your abilities are because there's so many able bodied More talented, um, not maybe talented, but harder working or better connected. And you have to, if you think about those things, it's going to make you crazy. Right. So you have to distill what you're saying in the most effective way. But you still have to stay with what you believe. Because if you start straying from what, and you got to make records that you're going to love. Yeah, absolutely. Because if you love it, somebody else will too. Because you love other records that may not be super popular. Like one of my all-time favorite records it's an Abbey Lincoln record mm-hmm. called Turtle's Dream. And it was kind of her comeback record. But I didn't know about her 60s work or her protest work with jazz and, and like protest movement, you know, hmm. civil rights movement and the stuff that she was doing and how amazing she was as an actress. And And uh, I found her work in a library. You know, I was a high school student and I fell in love with her songwriting and her voice. And then I found out how amazing she was in all around the way. But ha- was, had it not been that record, right. I wouldn't know about her. Yeah. You Know what I mean? No, so, no, no,
0: yeah, so you, you, you go down the rabbit hole, you know? Like yeah, you find one thing, you're like, Oh, yeah, and then you find out like how much more amazing the work is. Yeah,
1: and how you feel silly that you're ignorant, you yeah. know? Like, uh, Pablo was just telling me about Judy Chicago, like, I didn't know about Judy Chicago, I feel. Yeah. Like, you know, as a proud feminist, like, I feel ashamed that I didn't know who that was. But I don't feel ashamed, like, I'm going to go cry, I'm going to go research this and figure it out. But I think, um, again, like, to to speak to the singles culture, I think it's great because in the 90s, like, when I was looking for music as a kid, there was so much nonsense out there. So you would find one or two great songs, and then the rest was kind of filler tracks, and people got sick of paying so much money for it yeah 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 so now i think that people like people like um um Kanye West, people like even mostly hip hop acts are like rejuvenating that album culture because you have, you look at something what Kendrick Lamar did with Two Pimple Butterfly and how yep. he, people were buying their album. They weren't just going and t- buying one track. No,
0: they won and the you whole have project. He, yeah. yeah,
1: you have people like Beyonce releasing albums. Like, you don't go, people go, you know, I want that one thing off of Lemonade. You want the Lemonade album.
0: Yeah, no, it's, it's one piece of music. You can't just have one song. Yeah, yeah so yeah, I, think I, it's, I like that.
1: It's people like, you know, Prince and Beyonce, obviously the prince had done it like all his life yeah but there was a time where he was out of work kind of and kind of faded in the background because people weren't buying records yeah. um and interested in albums but you got to keep doing it and then he came out with musicology and then you know people were like buying the album and i remember getting that album and being like oh my god
2: this is!" Amazing.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> That, that, oh, that, 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 that's an experience that, uh, sadly, like, I don't think the millennials will ever get, ever feel the excitement of walking into a record store, picking up the album, ripping off the packaging, looking at the the book and the credits, playing the record, and yeah. following on. I like, I just don't that. That, that experience is...
1: You think so? I see a lot of millennials. See. Like, I go to Dusty Groove. That's my favorite record store. Uh, that's in a high park, is it? Yeah, uh, Wicker Park. Wicker Park. And I've even done, like, a live thing from it. Like, there was this woman I played a show in New York with, and I didn't know about her. Her name is Mande Michiro. She's, like, a big neo-soul act from Japan, but she's lived oh, all over the place. Um, nice. She, she she had a huge career there as a, in her twenties and then you know she's like in New York but I saw her and I couldn't believe that she was playing a set before me like I was like how is this happening like, this is not right 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 under you know and like, I thought it was piped it it was so good and her band was so tight anyway so I ended up being a fan of hers and so her record came out and Dusty Groove was ca- carrying it so I did this whole live stream when I did live like unboxing of her <laughs> CD so like I I, I went to Dusty Groove and I was I was like Album. I don't mind me doing this, please. And They were like, "Oh yeah, yeah, go ahead." And then they re- reposted it, and it was like oh, going all over the place. And it had like I don't know, like six thousand views because yeah. it got shared so much. Because if somebody goes to a record store, is like, "This is, by the way, this is in my like Amoeba, What's in my bag?" Right, when right. they do that, but you know, I was like, "I don't, I gotta wait to go to Amoeba series to to pick out what I buy." Yeah, you know. So I was like, "This is what I'm getting, getting." And by the way, this is Monday and you meet you record, and you got to pick it up, and it's a CD, but it's worth it. Yeah, yeah, yada yada. yada. But I, there, are most of the people in the store were DJs. They're in their twenties, spinning in clubs and, and stuff, and I see a lot of colleagues of mine. Like they're instrumentalists, but they DJ, and uh, sure. so that that's changing the culture of how people see. Like they see a cool guy, or ch- cool chick up there who looks super young or hot or cool. You know, doesn't don't have to look super young, but you know, <laughs> be like relevant. <laughs> But they have be, to be interested, su-
0: but they have to be super hot. Though. Yeah, they,
1: yeah, super hot. Whatever. <laughs> um, you know, Erica Badu, like for instance, she's oh, not twenty, Erica. but she's always going to be a hot ass woman. Like exactly, she's amazing and she's a fierce queen. So
0: she, she radiates sexy for sure.
1: Yeah, so you know, yeah, there, there's no stamp mark on that. But I, I have to say that's definitely changed. Um, like in the past five, six years, people like millennials or not I mean also like they came out with this like what millennial is like age group frame recently right. which was like interesting, <laughs> which is extended with millennial age frame I'm, is, I'm
0: so. not sure what that gap is i'm sure i'm I'm, I'm sure I missed the the target on that
1: eighty one to nineteen eighty one and to uh, 1996 so anybody born between
0: i, f- I fall in the millennial category how do you know how that like I don't even <laughs> how do you know that happened yeah <laughs> I, I, th- I thought we were the Generation X uh, group. I don't yeah, know.
1: so I it's don't what know. you ID with.
0: I don't, uh, I don't that's know. what I think. I, I, I don't know. I don't, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Yeah, so the, the the album is out there. How can people go and put it in their lives?
1: Uh, look it up. Google Girl Named Nino, Moonlight Daughter. You can go to girlnamednino.com. And you can go at Girl Name Nino, uh, virtually any other platform in the world. You got and a you'd lot. find lot. There you find go. Me. You
0: got, got the Google search on Smash. That's yeah,
1: that, I own that thing, man.
0: There you go. That, yeah. that that Step one in branding. Make sure you show up first. <laughs> That's uh, right.
1: <laughs> Get your logo out there.
0: Uh, and then on your social medias, how can people follow you? Same thing.
1: You? Facebook, uh, at out. Girl Named Nino. Instagram, Girl Named Nino. I keep looking at Alex. At <laughs> hey, girl. What's up? I probably look a little crazy coming off of here. <laughs> These no. radio mics are always, like, super phallic, so you want to, f- like, kind of angle yourself so you don't look ridiculous.
0: No, you're great. <laughs> yeah. no, you're, you're great. Tony uh, you g- know what I'm t- talking t- Tony about. Tony gives the thumbs up. All right. Well, Nino, thank you so much for, <laughs> for coming in. Do you want to take us out with a song, uh, another live song?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm going to, um, you know, what? I'm going to do a song called uh, Little Lady. It's right, kind then. of my uh, feminist tribute on the album.
0: All right, that's, that's great. We're going to be back more right here on Radio 1 Chicago, but Nino's going to take us out, and thank you so much for joining us. Nice. How
2: do you keep the music playing?
0: Thanks, Tony. Uh, we're going to hit a quick break, and then we'll be back more right here on 88.7 FM, WLUW. We're going to be talking with the good folks from Ravinia about the new schedule that was released this week that features One Fifty Cent performing at the Ravinia. Who would ever thunk? We're going to learn more about them at 7 o'clock. So stick around. We've got some brand new music submitted to us through our Radio 1 Chicago portal. So let's get into that right here on 88.7 FM. Let's go, Tony.
2: Sirens wailing in the distance after dark, hold your hand a little tighter while we step and stay across the street to the new day. Так и так зачищается весна войдет, и так споет луна, и так ответит весна, и так оставлю за собой старую любовь. Это чувство не кончается, свет переливается и все начинается вновь. Это чувство не кончается, свет переливается. This Radio 1 Chicago podcast was produced by Weekend Gabe, Tony, Alex, and Hex.